Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Melissa is from Phoenix, and we're going to get her enrolled in Mark and Neander Paul's Middle School. Three questions. Get two out of three correct. You'll go check out some of the last D-backs baseball of the season. Okay. All right, Melissa. Here's what we're going to do. I don't know if you know who John Cena is, but he just entered the Guinness Book of World Records the other day for doing his 650th Make-A-Wish wish-granting ceremony. Yeah, he seems like a good dude. Yeah, yeah, he's big into that. So we'll ask you some Guinness Book of World Record questions. For instance, a man named Eric did this in only 18 and a half seconds to set a world record. What did he do? Did he eat a $5 footlong from Subway? Did he drink two liters of soda? Or did he walk out of a Super Tramp concert? I've been how many minutes? 18 seconds. 18 seconds. How about a foot long? No. He drank two liters of soda. Gross. In only 18 and a half seconds. Oh, that's so gross. Wow. Here's your next one. Diana Armstrong from Minnesota has the record for the longest what? Is it tongue? Is it skin tag? Or is it fingernails? I get fingernails. That is correct. One of them is four feet seven inches long. <laughs> very, almost as tall as me. Very difficult to type. Gross. Here is your last question. A man from Canada set a world record in 2019 for doing this for one minute and eight seconds. What did he do? Did he listen to a Super Tramp album without covering his ears for a minute and eight seconds? (laughs) Did he spin a basketball on a toothbrush for a minute and eight seconds? Or did he walk on hot coals for that long? Hot you know, it's actually spin a basketball on a toothbrush. <laughs> wow. That why, is a dumb thing. Why anyone would want to do that, who knows? But we know that you would like to go to the Diamondbacks game tonight. And you know what? Somebody's got to grab those tickets because it's for tonight. So why don't you hang on? We'll get you all set up. Okay, thanks. All right. You're welcome. Appreciate you listening. Think about all the normal, everyday, mundane functions it would be almost impossible to do with fingernails that long. Yeah, it's gross. It's, it's disgusting. But think about all of the weird categories that of things that you do every day that you could be a world record holder in. Yeah. And you could pretty much do anything. You hear some of them and you think, well, why would I want to do that? Exactly. But for the notoriety, you get to be put in that book and then you get to look at the back of it and go, oh my God, those guys on the mini bikes are really fat. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've talked about this on the air before where, you know, each of us, uh, the morning schedule for this show is really weird. So we each wind up. By the way, hang on. Let me put my cross on my shoulder and drag it across the room. Yes, well, the struggle is real. <laughs> the struggle is real. Now, the schedule is weird for this. You get up earlier than most folks. So yeah. we each, uh, in our own separate domiciles... Yeah, we don't sleep together is what we're trying to say. <laughs> Taken- we sleep together, but we don't sleep together. <laughs> it was kind of like when I, somebody sees me on the weekend or something. Where's Paul? I'm like, I don't know. We're yeah, not remember- attached at the hip. I, was know, at the, but- <laughs> I went to the Dave Matthews show. Uh, was it last week? I went to the Dave Matthews show last week or two weeks ago. And somebody comes up to me and goes, hey, man, I won't tell anybody I saw you. Where's your partner? 
I'm like, well, well, <laughs> well, we're both secretly attending a Dave Matthews show. Yeah, right. Uh, but anyway, you know, we, we both take take naps in the afternoon because the schedule is weird for yeah, doing this. So, absolutely, yeah. Um, but I had, and it was the worst because I, I start falling asleep and the doorbell rings. And this is like oh. at noon. UPS guy? Yes. I didn't, I didn't bother to go down and check. And, and what, what, <laughs> huge problem in my house is that the doorbell is too damn loud. The doorbell is too, too damn, damn loud. loud. Um, I've never looked into turning it down because in my mind, nobody should be ringing the doorbell <laughs> unless we're expecting them, right? It's such a weird guess, thing. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing yeah. with the doorbell as you're uh, – when you become an adult, you don't look at it. When you're a kid and the, door, the doorbell rings, it's like, oh, my God. Could well, be you, a, it could be a friend of mine wanting to play. You're a human puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, that's, see, that's uh, For me, it's not necessarily the doorbell. It's the 12 minutes of barking afterwards that the dogs do. It's – when you're an adult, the doorbell, it's either a nuisance or it's trouble. Yes. Unless you're expecting somebody. Right, and if you're expecting somebody, usually they, they you knock know. or they knock. Or you, like, you yeah, like none of yeah. my friends ring the doorbell. They come to the door, they open the screen door, and they knock. They don't. I don't know why my doorbell is useless. It's a you know. It's even. I'll even take it to another level. How many times have you just been sitting there watching a football game or whatever it is, and your phone rings? Right. I, my my instant knee jerk reaction is. Who the hell is calling me? Right, right. Who's well, calling? What, I don't want to be bothered. That's what I think when the doorbell rings. Like, And especially like if you're eating dinner or something, maybe it's 6.45, and you're like, who would be ringing the doorbell at this hour? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, n- you never use that phrase any other time. At this hour. We are, uh, we are I mean, uh, you know, we joke about this because <laughs> we become socially sort of inept as a species. But the reality is, I mean, how many times have you heard me say to somebody here in the building, they're texting somebody, and they're, and they're at it for like, I don't know, 40 seconds. I'm like, you know, you could just dial their seven digits. Right. And yeah. then you do have a unit right there that you could tell them what exactly what you're spending 20 minutes typing back and forth to. You can handle that in about 45 seconds during a phone call. Right. But then I realize who I am. And when my phone rings, I look at it and I go, nope, not talking to them. Yeah. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. Don't, who the hell is bothering me? Yeah. It's just a weird thing. You know, I'm like, <laughs> who would be ringing the doorbell? <laughs> and yet I have a doorbell out there. Well, I and wonder. the only thing to do with it is ring it. I wonder if the doorbell is going to become an antiquated concept. It because may. everybody has the ring doorbells now. So, you know, yeah. you, you won't even have a doorbell. You'll just be able to see the camera. Well, you gotta, when the camera, when you come up to the door, the camera will, will light up on your television or whatever it is and say, hey, you have a visitor. You get a chime on your phone, something, some, like, something that. like that. Something yeah. like that, yeah. The doorbell may go the way of, of A-Tracks. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Which would be a welcome development in yeah. my house because I don't want to. Don't ring the doorbell, UPS guy. Yeah. Well, I know you're there. I have dogs. It's just one of those weird things. You have it out there. It's there to be rung, and yet when somebody does it, you can't believe they're and the nerve. And you're angry. Yeah. You become so uh, angry. Such a weird thing. Yeah. This is the time where we give you the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. Today, from 1996, the movie is Swingers with Vince Vaughn. All right, with Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. Yeah. And let's, uh, you know, we can get the plot of the movie right now from our content director, Dave. John Favreau 
many, many pounds ago. Stars as a young actor trying to make it in L.A. He's going through a tough time because his girlfriend just dumped him, and the only thing he has to do is hang out with his buddy, played by Vince Vaughn, which we all know can be pretty annoying. This is sort of a bro version of how Stella got her groove back. Right. That's what John yeah, Favreau is trying yeah. to do. He's trying to get his groove back. He's lost his mojo completely yeah. because his girlfriend dumped him, and they've been dating since college. So, in fact, uh, you know, we can play the clip here. They're, they're pulled over on the side of the road, and Vince Vaughn is— They're on their way to Vegas, I believe. I think they're on their way back. Right. Either back or front or two. So, Vince—and you know what, by the way, that's one of the sort of catchphrases that came out of the movie, which is, Vegas, baby, Vegas! Yep. That and you're so money and you don't even know it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Which you'll hear in just a moment. Vince Vaughn's trying to cheer John Favreau up. John Favreau, he's all depressed because his girlfriend dumped him, and he just—he doesn't think chicks dig him the way they dig Vince Vaughn. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Look, T, girls don't go for me the way they go for you. Okay. Well, I went for you, right? It's different. Why? How is that different? Younger was college. You didn't go to college. You don't know how it is. The girls are young. They drink. They don't know any better. Do you know how stupid that sounds? <laughs> Basically saying he's had this girlfriend because she was too stupid to know better because she met him all the way back in college. So his confidence is at an all-time low. This, it, the problem with this, this this movie, I love this movie. I hate this movie at the same time. It's it's like uh, it's like MMA and, and NASCAR. The movie itself is great, but the people who love the movie become, they're sort of bro-y. And you kind of just it, yeah, it's it, it, it's it a attracts, bro movie. Yeah, yeah it, it it attracts it attracts a certain certain style. It's of its time, and I don't know that it ages very well because like as you're hearing in the background, like all the music in the movie is from the band Big Bag Voodoo Daddy, which was that sort of mid '90s. Remember when swing music had a small revival and everybody started wearing zoot suits again and stuff? Yes, and they they do sort of dress that they dress the role and uh, they're driving the old '50s cars. Yep. And, you know, yeah, great great dance scene with John Favreau and Heather. I'm not sure John Favreau could do it these days because no. they're really moving on the floor. But and I love Heather Graham. I think she's she's great. She's stunningly you know, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, there's a small role in this movie for Ron Livingston. He He's was great. He He's, was Peter in Office Space. Peter he, Gibbons. Yeah. He was Nixon in Band of Brothers. Why isn't he a star? He's had a good career, but that guy should be a star. He's a good-looking dude. He was in uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire. He could be an action hero. He's pretty good. Yeah. He looks like a right? superhero. He looks yeah. like. You know what he looks like? He looks like Carl Urban's slightly effeminate brother. <laughs> he's, he, yeah, I, I never Ron Livingston is a good, yeah, he's a good, good actor. actor. Yeah. And, and he's, he gets tons of work. He always works, but he's, yeah. he's not a star, and that always confuses me. But uh, No, this is, a, it, it's, this is one of those movies that it's a cult movie, and yet... And yet the cult is weird. Like, it, it, you like we all know the little phrases and stuff like that. This was sort. This was John Favreau's sort of his debut. This John Favreau and Vince Vaughn in this movie were Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. It's very much like you know their yeah. first their first foray into film. They didn't know what they were doing, and they did something pretty amazing. By the way, you should check out. It's worth just going on YouTube and finding the voicemail scene. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. there's no way to encapsulate it in a clip because it would take three minutes or so. But it's when you leave a voicemail. And you, and you forget the number, so you got to call back. And then you start talking too much. Yeah. And you say something stupid, but it, the beep cuts you off. You got to call back again. It's a great scene. Worth looking up on YouTube. As we've said before, this movie is both.
both of its time and timeless because we've all been there. We've all had the bad breakup situation, the good friend, the going off and doing something <laughs> to try to divert your attention. Yep. And then, of course, you know, just the awkward interactions with people. Like, my, my favorite little subtext of this movie is there's a group of guys that they meet outside of a club that starts out as a conflict and ends with them all hanging out at the apartment playing Sega Genesis. <laughs> playing video games. Yeah, playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. I love is, it. Is Swingers trained to Busan good? Probably not, but yeah. it's fun. You know what? Vince Vaughn gets a little annoying at times, but other than that, very fine movie. It's early in his career, so the annoying is new. Yep. We didn't know what we know now then. So... And in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Joyce from Mesa on the phone with us. She's going to play time out for Spanish, trying to win a $25 gift card to Von Hansen's Meat Market. They are on Alma School Road between Elliott and Warner. Joyce, time out for Spanish goes like this. We give you a Spanish phrase and then you translate it with the use of three or with the help of three choices in English. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right. Because it's Friday, it's time to visit the Time Out for Spanish Yo Mama edition again. It'll be a Yo Mama phrase in Spanish, so enjoy. Yo Mama es tan estúpida que fue atropellada por un auto estacionado. Did you hear that? I did. All right. I'm going to have to give it to you again, he said knowingly. Yo mamá es tan estúpida que fue atropellada por un auto estacionado. All right. That does translate into one of the following. Is it A, your mama's so fat when she wears high heels, she strikes oil. <laughs> B, your mama's armpits is so hairy, it looks like she's got buckwheat in a headlock. <laughs> Or C, your mama's so stupid she got hit by a parked car. <laughs> I've got to say C. It is C. Right. Because that's the correct answer. Well done. <laughs> All right, you've won in Time Out for Spanish. Hang on. Thank you. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. You know, we mentioned earlier, you'll have chances to win Roger Waters tickets all weekend long if you have the free KSLX app. But any any shows you need, you can always check the KSLX concert calendar, uh, thanks to Parker and Sons. One show you'll see is Joe Satriani, the amazing guitar player. He's uh, playing tomorrow night at Talking Stick Resort. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. He's uh, he's one of the best guitar players on the planet. Yeah, he really is. I, he's, uh, he's he's revolutionary, but it, it always cracks me up when he puts out an album because it's, it's, aside from a couple of things here and there, it's pretty much all instrumental, right? Yeah, I mean, he sings on a couple of records, but yeah, but, but, but not a lot. I mean, the majority of his 18 albums are, are instrumental, yeah. He's a, he's a guitar player as opposed to singer, and when you're when you're doing just instrumentals, you can name the songs anything you want. It, it Pretty just, much, yeah. It occurred to me because, you know, one of the commercials we were running talked about his new album, which is The Elephants of Mars. Yes, well, you now, know, let's there, go down the list list there, of Joe Satriani album names. Yeah, well, there are no elephants on Mars. No. You, you don't have to sing about Elephants of Mars if you're just doing an instrumental. But keep in mind, a lot of his stuff has, has an interstellar... 
title to it. I mean, he's got an, an album called Not of This Earth. He's got Surfing with the Alien. He's got Flying in the Blue Dream. He's got Crystal Planet. I mean, he's always is yes. there is there love in space? Yes, they're all spacey yeah, and yeah, intergalactic. That's sort of his thing, yeah. But if you look at the song titles, uh, the song "Hordes of Locusts," it, it's not yeah. about locusts. No, it's just an instrumental. Yeah, no, he, he, <laughs> it's good. He's uh, it's a great example of uh, just take. It's like Mad Libs. A, a Joe Satriani song is a Mad Lib. Yeah. You just take a couple of words, throw them in a hat, pull them out, and just hope that something goes well. Yeah, the song "Luminous Flesh Giant." <laughs> is not about anything that's gigantic or nope. luminous or fleshy. Nope, you're absolutely right. It's just an instrumental. Yeah. Now he's uh, <laughs> Joe Satriani. I, and by the way, the song you're hearing behind us right now is a Joe Satriani song called Banana Mango 2, <laughs> which I think is superior to Banana Mango 1, but fell short of <laughs> Banana, Banana Mango, Mango 3. 3. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes, no, agreed. I mean, the song One Robot's Dream <laughs> is not about a dream a robot had. It's just an instrumental. Yeah. But on occasionally, you know, he does have some songs that, like, you know, like I Believe and Big Bad Moon. Those are songs so he actually sings. They do have, yeah, yeah they so do they, have there's lyrics. something to do with that, yeah. Yes, as opposed to Mighty Turtle Head. No. Yeah, very dangerous, especially if it's a snapping turtle. Yeah, so. well, you, wanna, you know, if it's cold, you're, there's a lot of, there's not, the turtle head is not as mighty as it could be. Yes, and it's nothing like the mystical potato head groove Bang. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's, I mean, look, Joe is, uh, Joe's a weird guy. For those who don't know, he's the guy that taught, uh, he taught Kurt, Kirk Hammett from Metallica how to play guitar. Uh, he was Steve Vai, who played yeah. with David Lee Roth. He was one of his teachers. I mean, he really is a genius. He's at that Jeff Beck, Eddie Van Halen, Jimmy Page level, but... Yes. But he's a cult following, and I mean, we could play a game, you know, just nonsense or Joe Satriani album title or song title, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, if we said Dance of the Spores, (laughs) the correct answer would be Joe Satriani Satriani song song title. Yeah. Funny stuff. He is in town tomorrow night, though, and he is a great player. And it's a great show, so you should go out and and go check that out. And. He didn't name this song. This is called Here I Go Again. Yes, it certainly is. It's KSLX. Let's talk about dumbassery, which isn't really a word, but it will be added to the dictionary at some point if we have any say in it. It's time for the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. So in East Haven, Connecticut, about 10 months ago, Paul Cavalier started a new hobby. Was it something he <laughs> took for granted and just <laughs> yes. thought everybody else would That's right. just acquiesce to? Very casual about it, very nonchalant about sure. it. Yeah, if only there were a word to describe it. Yep. Paul Cavalier, uh, his new hobby was uh, making porn videos of himself oh. and a woman having, as they say in the Nutty Professor, hot relations. Yeah, the problem with that is I'm guessing only one person was complicit or agreeing to be... No, no. Oh, they were both... No, no. All right, good. Yep. All right. Both, uh, Sorry, both complicit. I mean to try to steal your thunder. Now, of course, making the videos is one thing. Mm-hmm. Posting the videos, that's another thing. And sure, yeah. Paul was into that also. Of course he was. That's a money-making endeavor. Now, he didn't post these under his real name. Paul's got a regular life and a regular job, and he's got a wife. Uh, so oh. he used a fake name when he posted the videos, and apparently Paul figured that just was posting it? a few videos uh, about 10 months ago was enough. As far as anybody knows, he didn't do it again. Mike Concho? Dirk Diggler? Uh, yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. Um, but recently, 
somehow somebody recognized Paul in the videos, which means somebody was watching them. Which means Paul is not a very good porn <laughs> porn director because male porn stars should never show their face yeah, in well, porn. He did. Oh, boy. And word got out, and that's really bad for Paul because his job has a code of ethics that he had to sign. Which was? The code of ethics states that you agree that you will strive to leave your private life unsullied. Ooh. How many people are using the word sully to describe the detrimental nature of their behavior? Yeah. Well, that's one of the things you agree to when you join the police force of East Haven, Connecticut. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he only joined the force last year cannot earn him points. I was just going to say, that's going to really hurt his chance for a pension, I think. Yes, yes. He's not yes. really tenured at this point. And advancement I in the department. Well, you know, I don't know about that, you know. He'd been in another police department, and this was his, uh, his first year hmm. in East Haven. I would consider him sullied. That's a good point, yeah. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of sullies up there in the East Haven, Connecticut. <laughs> they are figuring things out now. He is on leave. I also wonder what his wife thinks. Wow. I, I know what we think. She's not getting his pension, that's for sure. She <laughs> won't get it in the divorce. Paul is the Mark and the Adderpaul dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. <laughs> and it was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. RoadrunnerHarley.com is where to find them and the largest pre-owned inventory in the state. One hundred point seven KSLX. The time is eight eleven. With excuse me. Yeah, you need to make way. Yes. Clearly. Excuse me. All right. Good morning. Is it? I'm the explainer. Are you? Now, forgive me if I'm not as pleasant as I normally am, but I've got something very important to discuss. Which is? Something very dangerous that's gone viral on the social media platform TikTok. What is it? It's called NyQuil Chicken. Ah, yes. Okay. I say chicken, I don't mean a cowardly or fearful person like Percy Wetmore in The Green Mile or Joaquin Phoenix's character in Gladiator. By any chance, do you mean the game where each player taunts the other to increase the risk of shame in yielding or conceding? No, Paul. I mean a domestic fowl developed for its flesh, eggs, and feathers. Now, some people are actually daring others on TikTok to cook chicken in NyQuil. Gross. With the false claim that it will help you get over a cold. Mm -hmm. It won't. And when I say cold, I don't mean the way Megyn Kelly or actress Amber Heard can seem at times. Do you mean the truly mediocre Florida band led by Scooter Ward, who had 15 minutes of fleeting fame in the 90s? Mm, Beneath my notice, Paul, no. (laughs) I mean a respiratory disorder characterized by sneezing, sore throat, coughing, etc. Right, gross. Now, if you look on TikTok... A true idiot's wonderland. Yep, it is. You'll see all kinds of videos with people pouring NyQuil over chicken that is cooking in a pan. Goofs. And when I say pan, I don't mean what most critics automatically do to a new Adam Sandler movie, especially if Rob Schneider is also in it. Do you mean to turn a camera along the horizontal axis as in a panoramic fashion? No, Paul, but a very effective cinematic technique. Exactly. What I mean is simply a broad, shallow container made of metal or cast iron used in various forms for frying or baking. Of course you do. 
Please know that heating up NyQuil is extremely dangerous because of the powerful drug-laden fumes produced. And yet, young morons are doing it. Yes, And are. eating the chicken for nothing more than temporary bragging rights. Exactly. And when I say rights, I don't mean what someone with a speech impediment or a certain type of accent might call the items that illuminate rooms when turned on. Do you mean what three of make a left? No, but that is a very interesting phenomenon, Paul. I mean simply a just claim or title, whether legal, prescriptive, or moral. Of course. Yes, these pathetic losers who do this on social media are looking for little more than attention and likes. And when I say likes, I don't mean how Prince Andrew feels about young people. No, you mean faux approval in a public social media forum, and you're going to hell for that Prince Andrew joke. Well, I suppose if I do, Paul, I'll see him there. I imagine you will. And you are correct. That is exactly what I mean by likes, which means my work is done here. Yeah, it is. I'm the explainer, and I'm glad I cleared things up. I'm not so glad you are. So we'll load up, open up the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Yes, Mike is in the unnecessarily subdivided Northwest Glendale area of the valley. And he's going to take on Mark in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. You know how this works, Mike. Five questions, same ones between the two of you. Whoever gets more right will graduate. If you don't graduate, you'll have to tell everybody you flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Can you kick Mark out of the studio for me? Will do. Like Grandma used to say, skedaddle, Mark. Uh, sounds Skedaddle. good, Mike. Skedaddle. But know this, I'm playing for Southeast Glendale. <laughs> Uh-oh. He's got his, he's got his Southeast Glendale rag on his head. He's representing. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Mike, question number one. True or false, researchers are using ACDC's music to help cure cancer. Question number two. What animal is floating through the sky on the cover of Pink Floyd's Animals album? Is it a chicken, a pig, a dog, or a winged horse? A pig. Question number three. Keith Richards, long rumored to have had a full blood transfusion to kick his heroin addiction. Where did that rumor come from? Rolling Stone magazine, Brian Epstein, his ex-girlfriend Ronnie Spector, or Keith Richards? Oh, geez. Uh... Keith Richards. <laughs> Question number four. True or false, Van Halen have won a Grammy? True. Question number five. The band have been around for 44 years. 26 people have been in it. Name one member of Survivor. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm driving right now. That's all right. Uh, We'll get Mark in here. I have no idea. I know. I know. That is going to separate the the win from the loss on this one, I think. That could be the question that makes the difference. Boy. All right. Sounds like something crazy. Question number one, Mark. All right. True or false, researchers are using ACDC's music to help cure cancer. False. It's actually true. In Australia, researchers have found that the vibrations in the song Thunderstruck apparently cause a chemical reaction that allows chemo drugs to synthesize more effectively. 
I don't know why they found that out, but apparently right. they did. It's one to nothing. <laughs> Question number two. What animal is floating through the sky on the cover of Pink Floyd's Animals album? Is it a chicken, a pig, a dog, or a winged horse? That's the pig. It is two to one. Question number three. Keith Richards is long rumored to have had a full drug blood transfusion to kick his heroin addiction. Where did the rumor come from? Rolling Stone magazine, Brian Epstein, his ex-girlfriend Ronnie Spector, or Keith Richards? Rolling Stone magazine. Keith Richards admitted in 2010 on CBS television he invented the rumor himself. It is three to one. Questions are insane. Question number four. True or false? Van Halen have won a Grammy. Uh, Van Halen winning a Grammy. I'll say no. They actually were nominated five times and did win for best hard rock performance for, for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge in 1992. They certainly didn't win one with Roth. That's for sure. Uh, all right. Question number five, just for the fun of it, because Mark has lost two days in a row. Uh, the band have been around for 44 years, and 26 people have been in it. Name one member of Survivor. Oh, um, oh, what's his name? Jim. Uh, how about Frankie Sullivan? <laughs> what's J- Jim's last name? Jameson. Uh, no, uh, well, Jim he was P- the singer. Jim Paterik. Jim Paterik, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right, who yeah. you were looking for. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter, Mark. You lost, so two days in a row. You know what you got to do here. Uh, my name is Mark, and I have flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge? Yes. Really? Yes, really. All right. And we lost. We lost. Was it Mike? Yeah. Yeah, we lost Mike. Yeah, Sorry. Jim Paterik and Frank Sullivan are the the songwriting duo that wrote most of Survivor's stuff. Right. And, and Jimmy Jameson is the guy that was able to really make that, make his brief tenure in the band a career. And the other guy with the beret was the Eye of the Tiger guy, who also was the Bud Light, what was it, Bud Light? Real Men, men of... Real Men of Honor or yeah, something. Real, real Men, men of, of Achievement. Genius. genius yeah, yes. Real Men of Genius, yeah. He was a singer in those commercials. Yeah, made, made a lot of money off that, so congratulations. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.